I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Rog and Roller. Like many of you listening, I've found myself replaying old Pokemon games many times over the years. While I loved, and still do love, the older games in the series, there are some aspects which feel a little frustrated and dated now. One of those is the random battles. Walking through any cave, tunnel, or mountain path saw an onslaught of rock Pokemon, and in a type with limited monsters, that generally meant an onslaught of Geodudes. Throw in all the hikers and miners who might want to battle as well, and we were seeing a lot of the little fella. Though it was controversial at the time, the decision for Black and White to feature only new Pokemon was a blessing for anyone who had recently spent 20 hours going back and forth through Mount Coronet in Sinnoh. Rog and Roller is the fifth generation's tribute to Geodude, a simplistic little monster made from a ball of rock. Rather than two arms and some eyes, this fella has two little feet and a big geode formation, which is apparently an ear. Pokemon Black tells us, Its ear is hexagonal in shape. Compressed underground, its body is as hard as steel. Or Pokemon White tells us, They were discovered a hundred years ago, in an earthquake fissure. Inside each one is an energy core. Pokemon Black 2 and White 2 tell us, The hexagonal shaped hole is its ear. It has a tendency to walk in the direction the sound is coming from. Living deep underground, or in dark caves, it makes sense this Pokemon will be blind, but it leads to a design which is properly alien looking. The name Rog and Roller comes from the phrase Rock and Roller, or the Japanese name is Dangoro, coming from the Japanese sweet Dango, little rice balls, and Goro, meaning to roll. This is also where the name of the Gorons in Zelda comes from, another underground rock race. Welcome back to Does Andy Remember Gen 5 Pokemon? And if so, does he have any thoughts about him? Rock and Roller! Rogan Roller is a rock. Um, and he rolls, baby. Um, I'm assuming this wasn't one of my early picks, unless I just really like the name Rogan Roller. Yeah, I've put it in the I put it in Pokedex order at this point. That makes way more sense. Um, well, I think yeah. you did pick it because you like the name Rogan Roller. It is a pretty good name, though, isn't it? I mean, unfortunately, it doesn't look like it keeps up those great names um, and just becomes about how big a rock it is um, and kind of ignores the uh, the actual rock and roll sound I mean you know maybe they should be named after bands like instead of Boldor it should be or genres of music maybe um, so Boldor could be uh, no I was really hoping right. I could come up with only, a, a only one genre of music is also rocks and that's rock music <laughs> True, but there are the there's like glam rock, isn't there? So you could have glam door. <laughs> yeah, I don't think um, I don't think the Pokemon company are going to be sending a headhunter to hire you anytime soon, mate. 
I mean, I did go based on types of music, so let's, let's, let me quickly Google what types of rock there are. Uh, rock music, that is obviously not types of rocks. Um, hard rock? Psychedelic rock. Ooh, that would be cool. There we go. You can have Psycholith. That would be good. It would be a psychic rock Pokemon. Uh, please send your checks to me. At level 25, just like its Kanto cousin, Geodude, Rock and Roller can evolve into Boldor. A bulkier rock monster with a bug-like shape that's enhanced by orange spikes that resemble fangs, Boldor really looks like something Samus was encounter in Metroid. Pokemon Black tells us, When it overflows with power, the orange crystal on its body glows. It looks for a underground water in caves. And Pokemon White tells us, Because its energy was too great to be contained, the energy leaked and formed orange crystals. Pokemon Sword really doubles down on that Metroid imagery, telling us, If you see its orange crystals start to glow, be wary. It's about to fire off bursts of energy. In the anime, Ash caught a Rogan Roller after it came to him for help booting Team Rocket from its cave. It was a precocious little troublemaker with a heart of gold, going on to evolve into a Boldor and be one of Ash's main monsters in that season. The name Boldor combines Boulder and Ore, which works just fine. The Japanese name is Gantle, combining the Japanese word Gan for rock with the term mantle, describing the rocky outer layer of our planet. Very cool. To finish off the Geodude comparison, just as Graveler must be traded to evolve into Golem, so a Boldor can be traded to evolve into Gigalith. Gigalith is a very cool monster, a rocky dinosaur with orange crystal spikes forming a crown-like effect. Pokemon Black tells us, Compressing the energy from its internal core lets it fire off an attack capable of blowing away a mountain. And Pokemon White tells us, The solar energy absorbed by its body's orange crystals is magnified internally and fired from its mouth. With its menacing design and those descriptions, this beast seems kaiju-like. And in one episode of the anime, a Gigalith does go on a bit of a rampage in a town. But this isn't a boss from a sci-fi shooting game, it's a Pokemon, and there is more to it. Pokemon Sword tells us, This hardy Pokemon can often be found on construction sites and in mines, working alongside people and Copperaja. The name Gigalith brings to mind monoliths and megaliths, the stone structures left by the ancients, and takes the superlative one step further. The Japanese name is Gigayath, bringing to mind Gaia, the Mother Earth, continuing the theme from the mantle in the last evolution. For a lot of this Pokemon's history though, it wasn't that Giga. Ironically, the very Pokemon it was made to replace, Golem, was a better choice in almost every situation, because the additional ground type gave it additional immunities. This changed a little when Gigalith had access to the ability Sandstream, making it a useful Pokémon alongside other beasties that can abuse a sandstorm. Friend of the show, Mikey from Pokémon Crossroads got in touch with this to say. 
you like jazz? Then let me tell you what I like about Gigalith. This Pokemon is another one of those that I fell in love with thanks to my little brother. During Generation 7, this Pokemon gained a new ability, called Sandstream. This made my brother and I excited to try it out, and we thought it would be cool to do so via the multi-battle feature in the Battle Tree. So we did all the competitive things, from IV breeding to EV training a Gigalith, that would stand a chance in the tough battles that could be found in the Battle Tree. We took it to the battles with the likes of powerful legendaries, ultra beasts and more. Once on the field, this rock proved that it can stand proud next to these mighty Pokemon, streaming sand as if it was live streaming music on the internet. Thanks to the sandstorm that this rock brought, our Gigalith, like Jazz, withstood so many attacks and outlived many Pokemon. We could even slap down a weakness policy, so we can gain a massive attack bonus. Tricking many Battle Tree NPCs who thought this rock was going to stop streaming anytime soon. Only to get rocked with powerful rock slides, or well-timed protects, from my brother's Pokemon, so it can rip massive earthquakes. Due to the success we had with, like Jazz the Gigalith, my brother and I fell in love with this Pokemon, and the amazing things it could have done. Even now, in a recent play of these games, we went back to the Battle Tree, to stream more Jazz and Sand with a new Gigalith, to terrorise the Battle Tree. Any time we go to the Battle Tree, we know that this massive rock will provide massive victories for us. I've never actually listened to much Jazz, although there are Jazz bars all around Japan, so maybe I should fix that. I do love my sister though, and her name is Jazz. And of course, I love Gigalith. Music for Luke Loves Pokemon is composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Writing, producing, and editing is by me, Luke Summerhays, while funding is provided by lovely listeners at patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. Next up are Woobat and Drillba, so if you have thoughts about those or any other monsters, hit me up with a DM or an email to lukelovespkmn at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, please rate and review wherever you're listening, or tell a friend. If you want to hear more Pokemon chatter from me, come by twitch.tv slash lukelovespkmn, most Saturday nights from 9pm UK time. And even if you don't feel like doing any of that, thank you so much just for listening. I love Rog and Roller. And remember, I love you too. <laughs>